This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, May 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ag funds still low in May revise. White House mulls more trade assistance and responses to pesticide ban. New budget numbers from the May revise. Governor Gavin Newsom released yesterday the latest draft proposal for the budget known as the May revise. At $21.5 billion, it is $500 million above the previous amount. The legislature now has until June 15th to negotiate with the governor and approve the final budget before their paychecks are docked. Newsom singled out a few agriculture items in his summary. Chlorpyrifos, as promised in the administration's announcement to initiate a ban on the pesticide, the new budget now includes $5.7 million for short-term solutions. This includes research to replace chlorpyrifos with non-chemical pest management. The Department of Food and Ag, the CDFA, will use 125000 of that on an advisory group to identify and recommend alternative tools for the long term. We're phasing out that toxic substance that six people can pronounce but has pronounced impacts on the brain's IQ, Newsom said at a press conference. The reason we can't phase that out tomorrow, because if we do, we replace that with more toxic substances. Farm animal confinement. Proposition 12, which passed on the November ballot, required more stringent minimum space standards for livestock. This will be implemented through a three-year phased approach. The revise includes $4.5 million in 14 positions for the first year, with a more refined estimate to come later for next year's funding. Climate Smart Ag, the revise, adds an additional $20 million to two separate programs. That bumps healthy soils up from the $15 million last year to $18 million and the original budget now to $28 million. The other $10 million goes to methane reduction programs, which are now at $35 million, well below the $99 million last year. Equipment. A bump of $65 million puts the Ag Equipment Upgrade Program at $90 million, still down from $132 million last year. Newcastle disease. With the recession on the horizon, Newsom trimmed down any ongoing funding in favor of one-time funding. Yet he included $3.3 million in ongoing funding to combat the recent Newcastle outbreak in poultry. He also added 23 positions for emergency response, animal assistance, and evacuation during disasters, updates to prevention and response plans, emergency staff training, and prevention programs. Drinking water. The revise includes an additional $168 million from Prop 68 funding to support capital projects and $4.9 million for the Safe and Affordable Drinking Water Program. When asked about his proposed bill to support that program, Newsom said it is up to the legislature, but added we're going to get a water deal. We will get a solution. AB 217 would provide funding through fertilizer fees and a universal water tax of less than a dollar a month. Broadband. Newsom did not include funding for rural access to broadband in the revise, but said details are still being worked out and an announcement will come as early as next week. More responses to the coming chlorpyrifos ban. Western Growers President and CEO Tom Nassif put out a statement yesterday. He said that removing one of the most widely studied and globally approved insecticides puts farmers at a growing competitive disadvantage. 
For 20 years, regulators have removed several of the most important crop protection tools farmers rely on to fight pests and diseases, he said. After speaking with AgriPulse Wednesday, California Citrus Mutual President Casey Creamer released a more detailed statement yesterday. He said the evaluation process was purposely exaggerated to achieve a desired outcome and jeopardizes the scientific credibility of the Department of Pesticide Regulation. Kramer said CCM will be actively engaged in the cancellation process and that it will continue to explore all potential remedies to allow the safe and effective use of chlorpyrifos. Keep in mind, growers, many of whom already purchased the crop protection products for this year, were thrown for a loop and are still trying to figure out what all this means. Farmers exempt from accidental kills of endangered species. Senate Bill 62 extends provisions for safe harbor to farmers when an animal from an endangered or threatened species is accidentally killed during the routine agriculture activities. Farmers are still required to report those deaths, however. The measure was passed by the state Senate yesterday. Pence says more trade aid is possible. The Trump administration has been telling farmers for months that there would not be another round of trade assistance this year. The Vice President Mike Pence abruptly changed course yesterday, only hours before more tariffs on China were set to rise. During a visit with farmers in northwestern Minnesota, Pence said the White House is considering providing more trade aid. He said, make no mistake about it, we have already had preliminary discussions in the White House for additional support for farmers if this impasse with China continues. But keep in mind, there are tactical reasons for Pence to say that, as well as the obvious political ones. Pence pressures Peterson on USMCA. Pence made it clear why he went to northwest Minnesota for the farm visit. The congressional district is represented by House Agriculture Chair Colin Peterson, and Pence wanted to put some pressure on him to get the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement approved by Congress. Now, Peterson doesn't have jurisdiction over trade policy, but Pence called on Peterson to push House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to put the USMCA to a vote. Pence said, we really do believe that if Speaker Pelosi puts the USMCA on the floor of the House of Representatives, it will pass. Wettest 12-month period on record for U.S. An average of 36.2 inches of rain fell over the lower 48 states from May 2018 to April 2019. It's the first time the number has topped 36 inches in over 120 years of record-keeping. That according to weather underground meteorologist Bob Henson. The rising precipitation follows a long-term trend. Henson adds that since the 1800s, the annual precipitation average has risen from 29 to 31 inches. The massive amounts of rainfall have reduced the amount of drought in the country to its lowest level in several decades. Amazingly, as of the May 7 drought monitor, none of the state of California is considered to be in drought. FDA assessing risk with frozen berries. Have you been using frozen berries to make that morning smoothie? Since consumers often use frozen berries without cooking them, FDA is concerned the fruit might be contaminated with dangerous viruses. The agency says it has started sampling frozen strawberries, raspberries, and blackberries for hepatitis A and norovirus and will report the results on a quarterly basis. The testing, which started in November, will be done over 18 months. The samples are being selected from processors, wholesalers, and retailers, as well as ports of entry. Native American tribes face barriers with ag lending. 
Native American tribes claim it is hard to get agriculture credit loans because tribal lands can only be used as collateral under certain circumstances with federal permission. That according to the Government Accountability Office in a study. Some 80% of land in trusts for tribes is used for farming and ranching. The report also found tribes had a difficult time filling out paperwork because they either had poor or no credit history. Well, here's today's He Said It. If you want to write about something, write about Newcastle disease. That Governor Newsom during a press conference on the budget. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, May 10th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly.